0: edition of oh this podcast it is our episode 11 it is our this amp goes to 11 spinal tap <laughs> episode it is our Detlef Schrempf shrimp episode <laughs> classics uh sonics and i guess pacers yeah uh, oh. pacers legend sniper yeah three-point shooter like just amazing stuff steve welcome to the show again welcome to uh being back in chicago for another day yeah
1: got uh you know been uh uh spending a little time here in the the old hometown and uh yeah right uh, right back in business right back in the studio right to rock
0: my question to you is if sergio garcia can win the masters does that mean that anybody can do anything they anything want anything is possible anything is possible anything is possible sergio
1: I, has just proved that
0: i can't believe he chunked that putt on
1: 18 <laughs> bad and then he came back and uh rose chunked yeah. two shots bad yeah. like uh, it was a uh, that was not as well we talked about this like I would not have put my money on that ending. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I would have never thought about that. Well, and then the whole, like, Jordan Spieth debacle again, you know, crashing. But we're not going to talk about Masters today. Uh, Steve, what's the metadata? Tell everybody what they need to know about the show.
1: Yeah, so you're going to want to, uh, you know, feel free to uh, check us out online at com. You can get to us on Facebook as well, also at Twitter, at OTHISpodcast. You get us individually at at Steve Hombaker and at P4R1 so if you feel like hitting us up there um we also got a patreon page if uh, anyone's so inclined as to check that out see uh, some of the uh different ideas and uh and uh you know beers and uh things that uh, you may have the opportunity to choose or uh just uh, help out the show in general so uh, we've got that and i've just been informed by our marketing team that uh we actually have a new a new channel of communication today and we are now accepting carrier pigeons uh, <laughs> as a, if you're going to send a message however you will have to get a hold of us on social media in order to get the location. We we realize there's a design flaw there, but uh, right. you
0: know, hey, we're working on stuff. Also, you can fox us from Robin Hood <laughs> Men and Tights uh, if you want to. If, if you're so inclined. If you're so inclined. Also, uh, our marketing department has informed us that the website has gone over some improvements last night. Indeed. Uh, you can take and go to oh, com slash player if you want to catch all the episodes uh, in real time in a unified player view. So without further ado, we got through all those... Uh, uh, (laughs) FCC-required sponsorships and ideas here. Steve, tell us what the beer of the week is. Tell us what we're drinking.
1: Today we are taking in a delicious Midwest treat from Oddside Ales in Grand Haven, Michigan, and uh, we are drinking Rye Hipster Brunch Stout, uh, which is a a bit of a mouthful, uh, and it is (laughs) a— And it's a mouthful. I mean, in any sense of the word. uh, This is a uh, stout that has been aged in uh, rye whiskey barrels along with maple syrup— um, and coffee and, and then some, uh, bacon added to it. Um, so it is a... Take a Lipitor before you drink it. Yeah. Well, I, I can't, I don't think it'll raise it. You raise the old cholesterol, but you never know. Uh, but yeah, this is a, just a delicious stout, uh, that they've thrown together. outside does some really great beers. Um, and they're, they're based up in Michigan. And, uh, yeah, this is a, another, uh, excellent, uh, selection I grabbed out of the old uh, stash to break out for the episode because uh you know we want to we want to drink some interesting stuff on the, on the show not just I mean we've had plenty of you know awesome beers but uh you know sometimes it's uh it's fun to dive into stuff that uh isn't necessarily widely available um and uh this this being one of those so I we had the fortune of scooping some up we happened to be in their area at one point so I grabbed myself four pack or well two four packs nice. <laughs> and uh you know we're uh diving through some of these so uh yeah, ninety five on Beer Advocate and uh I believe Rate Beer's got it at a ninety nine. Yeah, that's what they've got it uh, looking at uh it's just uh I mean, it pours like a almost like a milkshake. Uh yeah. it's very heavy on chocolate and coffee flavors, there's a lot of vanilla to it. Um, it's a fantastic beverage for I mean, I'll drink a stout any day of the week, but uh, you know, it's uh, one of those beers that uh, you want to sit and let it warm up a little bit and uh, and let it get all the flavors uh, out there because it's definitely a unique one to uh, give a give a shout out to. So. Yeah,
0: and to go on to, to piggyback onto that, it's not for the faint of heart. You can't be taken to having pounded probably ten or twelve of these uh, these bad boys and doing anything. It, it really depends productive.
1: on what you're looking to do. I mean, it clocks in at about eleven percent, I think. So uh, yeah, I mean. If you're in mood to get weird, I mean, you might want to drink as many of these as you can get. But, if you got a uh, job
0: interview, you might as well pop a couple of these back and see what happens. You will you know? certainly
1: be loose. Hmm. There's ketchup. That and sounds good. Onion, I'll have that onions. Yeah.
0: Oh God, <laughs> absolutely good. Well, thank you for taking and bringing that up. And it's it's a good beer. But let's uh, without further ado, I think it is time for Ooh. us to uh, enjoy the first topic. And the first topic is it is Monday. It is April 10th. It is basically we're recording early because we wanted to touch about this stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, The field has been
1: set for the Stanley Cup playoffs. I know you're excited, Steve. I am thrilled. Uh, I'm a huge hockey fan, and uh, I like uh, any opportunity to uh, get to work rush into this and yeah. also to take a little trip up to uh, visit our uh, neighbors to the north. Yeah. So 2017 Stanley cup
0: playoffs is coming up, it right? It's ready to rock. This we are week. ready to rock. So matchups are here. So first off, let's talk about the matchups. Who sure. do you like to win or who are some outliers? What are some of the series that you have highlighted, um, that you're looking for? And let's go into that. Like, yeah. I, I know um, we're happy for the Blackhawks taking on the predators.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, so, Starting down, uh I mean, th- we'll go we'll go to the Eastern Conference first because uh that's one that we don't get to see quite as much sure. you know, being being here in Chicago. Um so I'm really So let's for the Eastern Conference, yeah, best
0: best chances to win.
1: Uh, my my money is on the Capitals. Really? Um, and I, I'm I like to rock chalk a little bit with hockey. I mean, they've done their fair share of Sergio Garcia ing, uh, in the past few years. Uh but uh that is where I'm going with I think they have an absolutely dominant team Uh, they can they can do it all I mean they're solid defensively they can put the puck in the net I mean they've got fantastic goaltending Um, I think it's I think it's their time uh, to this is as good of a chance as they've had uh, to to do it as this year with uh, some of the east powerhouses a little bit either inexperienced or beat
0: up I mean two teams that you find in there for the first time in a long time. You got the Maple Leafs back. Yep. Uh resurgent Maple Leafs, but you have a surging um like a very very interesting surprise team of the Columbus Blue Jackets being mm-hmm. in the playoffs like all season they've been one of the top teams to beat. I mean if you think about teams in that area, you think wow, I'm missing A the Red Wings uh yep. as first a team time in there.
1: Literally, almost my entire life, yeah, I that mean, they haven't been in the playoffs.
0: It, it's very odd to see that. Like, you, I mean, the Flyers occasionally are in and out, but still. Mm-hmm. So, you think the Capitals have the longevity to take in? Like, do you think there's any shockers coming out of the East?
1: Uh, the well, where I would go with shockers is like you just mentioned, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, I think personally that the Penguins are too beat up to make it happen Uh, to beat up defensively uh without chris letang in the playoffs i can't see them doing much i mean they've been absolutely dismantled by good by quality teams uh because they haven't most of their defensemen uh i think they've been down three or four defensemen for several weeks uh i mean they've been getting them back gradually trevor daly's back now um but uh yeah they i don't think they've got the 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 ability to make it happen um I I, the Canadians are always a a tricky one for me, but because I I I want them to win, I would like I would like to see historically. I mean, it's it would be awesome, but yeah, my my surprise so pseudo. I mean, they won a hell of a lot of games this year. Uh, would be uh, Columbus. I they've they're uh well coached. Um, even as much as I don't like them, I don't not a not a Tortorella fan. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, they are um being carried by their goaltender right now they they can put they've got some playmakers and they're and they're also solid defensively but uh yeah Bobrovsky has been absolutely spectacular this Bob year. Bob. Bob um he has God. been w- incredible this season uh so yeah that's that would be my surprise pick I guess so to You'd speak see Brandon Saad again just I uh, would
0: yeah that'd be an interesting like that's one of the ones that the Blackhawks should have kept on for a while. They, if they you know, could have, tough. if
1: they thought they would have been able to afford it, I think they would have. But he, you know, his him and his agent kind of worked their way out of town. And mm-hmm. I mean, he got paid well. He got six plus million, I think, per year. So good for at, him. At twenty one, not a bad. Yeah, uh, not, not a bad, bad payday. Any bad payday. anyone, you know, he he got. He got a lot of that is compliments. I mean, he, he's an excellent player. Don't get me wrong, right. but you know, you get put on a stage with, uh, you know, you're playing on the first line in Chicago with Jonathan Taves. Uh, good things usually happen for those kinds of players. Right, right. So, um, that,
0: five out of six original six teams in the playoffs. Yeah, a very. Uh, Minus a the Red class. Wings. Yeah,
1: that's the only uh, the only downside there. Um, yeah. So the rest of the East teams. I mean, I don't I don't think Ottawa has a chance uh, to to win it. I mean, they might win a series, but I don't think they're they're deep enough to make an actual run at the cup the rangers uh again uh another really solid team but not i don't think there's enough there to get it done i'm always um, looking
0: forward for like the carry price Lumquist uh the goal mm-hmm. matchup in that series he will be very good that's gonna be good if they can stand on their heads that, that could go seven mm-hmm. we'll see i mean they all could go seven well
1: oh, absolutely i mean that's just the nature of hockey which is one of the reasons why i think it's one of the best playoffs in all of sports um uh, but uh yeah and then going a little bit for like Boston I don't uh, there's very well limited, li- limited chances there and I Toronto is on the on the up and up they're they're going to be a team to be reckoned with for years to come but I think it's you know they're they're just here a little too early right um so yeah probably probably not this year but uh, look out because they're going to be around and making some noise especially Austin Matthews is awesome didn't he score 6 in his first game Uh, something absurd like that i don't remember what it was but first game on the ice scores
0: six goals sets a record That's it was
1: it was either four or six points i don't know what the hell it was but it was it was unbelievable any brooms coming out in the east oh any brooms any brooms i don't think so okay i don't think so maybe uh, even maybe the capitals maybe but unlikely right yeah um, i honestly out of either uh either side east or west i don't i don't see any sweeps okay
0: uh any stone cold seven games right off the bat that you can see often coming in the east
1: in the east uh let's see that's no, a tough one that's a tough one no guarantee i I, f- I mean i think the best matchup the the most fun matchup in the east is going to be the penguins in columbus um just because obviously you have crosby malkin i mean they're dynamic and then you're going to have a young team that's coming up like uh like columbus is that's you know one of the kind of surprises of the season uh they were you know between the capitals the penguins and the uh um and the and the blue jackets this year they were really kind of duking out for position almost the entire season almost down to the wire so um that'll be the best matchup and i i can't see I think if that one was going to go uh that that one would be the the one.
0: Yeah, for me, I'm still like historical <laughs> caps. Caps are going to have to take improve to their fan base that they can actually get something done. Kind of like the Sharks uh did to their fan base last year. that they can get close. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, oh, one yeah. of those it's one of those historical teams. So I think that's a good uh that's a good segue and transition to the West. The, to West. the West The West uh roll out to the West. The West looks interesting. We have an, another set of Two teams that, at the beginning of the season, you probably didn 't expect were going to be there in terms of you know the flames like the two Canadian teams, mm-hmm. Edmonton and calgary
1: yeah edmonton uh i mean they are they're a dangerous team uh, they 've got the ability to really run it up on you. they also have the ability to get thoroughly pounded um, they're a very uh you know boomer bust type team sure, um, and I think that matchup against San Jose. San Jose is going to do everything they can possibly do to lock down Connor McDavid and say, "All right, that's you, he's out of the equation." Now you have to beat us with someone else. Um, and San Jose for not not a great scoring team, but a fantastic defensive team this season. Got Brett Burns. Uh, Brent Burns is incredible, and he's a scoring machine for a defenseman. But uh, and he's what six eight? He's six, a six? he's a like he's a monster. A, yeah, <laughs> blessed um,
0: by the hand of Thor. Yeah, straight with up with an
1: absolute hammer of a shot. Um, yeah, that is a uh, that'll be an interesting matchup. Um, I think that I I was talking about this yesterday with one of my buddies. Um, I took Edmonton when I was talking with him, and I've been kind of flip flopping on that. Um, I personally want San Jose to win right. that series because my dream is a Hawks and uh Oh yes so you Sharks can catch so, all the games so I can go watch a Western Conference final game for like a third of what it costs to go to in Chicago For sure. <laughs> um but in the SAP Center the Sharks are a good team and they put on a they put on a good show at the SAP Center. It's a good um, building yeah, too. Yeah it's a, it's an awesome building and uh yeah that I mean I like the generally like the Sharks style play. I like some of the guys they have on their team. Uh, but I don't think they've got enough offensively to get it done uh, for a for a cup. Um, so that matchup would be good. The Ducks, I uh, I can't stand the Ducks. Uh, I'm hoping like all hell. Jordan Cal- Bombay. I I hope Calgary wins mm-hmm. that. I think Anaheim's going to win, but uh, I'm. Massively rooting for the Calgary Flames right now because if anything that makes Corey Perry or Ryan Kessler be on the losing end of something, I'm happy about. Right.
0: Plus, you're still butthurt about the fact that they only have RC Cola that they sell at the stadium.
1: They Yeah. What the hell is that, Anaheim? Get I want a four hundred
0: dollar uh, Seagulls jersey. Yeah, you know, I want San Diego well, and,
1: and well, we're gonna talk about that later because the San Diego Gulls jersey is a fucking fantastic jersey, but. You're going to charge me, you know, like they don't have souvenir cups for one. And then the only damn pop you've got is RC Cola. And then it's like, I want a diet pop. I'm not getting a diet RC Cola. You can go to hell. That's what grinds
0: Steve's gears. So I kind of wanted to wait for the last little bit, Uh but let's talk about like the Blackhawks. We are Blackhawks fans because we've been here for uh, a long time in Chicago. (laughs) Um They're playing Nashville first round. They're Mm -hmm. set up in first place right now in terms of the top seed, home ice throughout everything. What are the chances? uh, What are the chances for the Hawks? Do we like them? Try to keep it as non-biased as possible. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I think the Hawks are the best team in the West. Um, There are teams that can beat them at times, but I don't think, um, barring injury or some other unforeseen circumstance, um I don't think that there is a team in the Western Conference that can beat the Hawks in a seven game series. Things happen, hockey happens. Right. It's a game of bounces, it's a game of, you know, just random ha- happenstances. Shit happens. But if you're if you're normalizing for a, you know, for a period of time, I think the Hawks are the b- far and away the best team in in the Western Conference. Okay. Um so I I my pick is for the Hawks to come out of the West. Okay,
0: I haven't gotten to that yet. I got more questions to ask first. Oh, and,
1: well, you know You know where my stance I, is, but I, know where I we're will going answer there. your intermediate questions.
0: Yeah, so any brooms coming out of the West?
1: No. No chance.
0: Any sevens that you can see straight up?
1: Um, I would think probably that... Probably majority going six. Um, I, I would say that, honestly, the team that has the best chance of pushing at seven is probably the Nashville Predators against the Hawks. Um, the, the, uh, blues are Tarasenko or bust. Uh, so you, uh, and, and the wild are, are a solid team. Um, so I don't think that, uh, I don't think that, that is going to, you know, be, be a factor there. Um, and then going, down the line looking at uh, ducks and ducks and flames those two teams will beat each other up there there won't be any sweeps right um and edmonton will at least pull away with a game or two um against san jose just because they can score
0: yeah and i know we're in an era where we still fly but you still got to think that the anaheim to calgary flight on the transition back and forth and mm-hmm. then also the edmonton to san jose flights so that travel is probably going to be home 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 it's everybody's going to win at home i can see that okay So, let's take and do this. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Who do you see in the game, and then who do you see winning, and
1: in how many? Uh, I'm going to take, we're going to be going with the Capitals out of the the bottom half of the bracket, and then we're going to say the Canadians out of the top half.
0: Okay. So, Capitals, Canadians. Yeah, with Um, the Capitals winning. With the Capitals winning. Okay, so the Capitals will represent the Eastern, Mm -hmm. um, and out of the Western, who will be your Western Conference Finals?
1: our Western Conference finals is going to be a repeat and we're going to be seeing I think we're going to see the Ducks against the Blackhawks. Okay. Again. And, and the Hawks winning that winning that exchange again.
0: Okay. And then Stanley Cup finals, Capitals Black versus Hawks. the
1: Blackhawks. Capitals winning over the Hawks.
0: Capitals winning over the Hawks. Yep. In how many?
1: Uh 6. Why 6? Uh just because the Hawks have obviously done it before. They've got Enough talent to make it happen uh but uh this year i think uh defensively while they're better than they were last year uh they still have enough lapses they still have trevor van reamsdyke taking shifts um and i think that eventually costs them at some point
0: interesting interesting here so i'm going back to my notes i want to take and touch base on this really quick here Mm -hmm. um and i want to take and get your thoughts on uh is the stanley cup the best trophy in all
1: of sports I think it is the best trophy in sports. Um, I think it is by just strictly speaking on design, I think it's the coolest trophy. Yeah. Uh, having the names constantly being put on rings and, you know, they dr- obviously drop off names. But, uh, yeah, I think that is awesome. And uh, there's, I mean, it, the thing weighs a goddamn ton. <laughs> So, I think it's I think it's the coolest of all of the major sports trophies. I there might be something floating around for like the curling championships that I don't know about. That might be like a Stanley Cup <laughs> That might Cup be too. way cooler, but uh at least out of the uh the major sports, I think the Stanley Cup is the best.
0: Nice, very cool. I'd have to agree. I think it's one of the better ones. Yeah. Like the only other one, like I can tell you the one that I'm not a huge fan of, uh-huh. which is getting on display tonight in Wrigley Field, <laughs> uh is the MLB trophy. Like it just seems too dainty. You like it
1: more when your team wins it though. I
0: think you like any trophy when yeah. your team wins it, but to be honest, one of the other cool ones is the NBA uh, championship trophy. I
1: like the NBA championship trophy. I'm not a big fan of the NFL trophy. Uh so if I was going to rank the the major, the four majors, I would say the Stanley Cup it, were and then uh we would go with uh going the NBA second and then we'll do baseball, th- you know, MLB third and then uh, the NFL fourth. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's my if we're gonna I mean can't, it's tough to bracket I don't think we can match those you know head to head necessarily but uh, you know celebrity death match
0: like claymation <laughs> wrestling on them and stuff like that yep um, cool so, yeah, that's uh you know is that your complete analysis that's on?
1: my that's basically my my thoughts on the uh, the upcoming playoffs I could not be more excited I'm going to plot my ass down on the couch on Thursday and Saturday watch game one I'll be on the west coast so I don't have to deal with the time nonsense because. They love running uh like eight thirty central time starts for this Nashville and Blackhawks series, which is absolutely dreadful.
0: See, I've been already into the playoffs. I've been already in the playoff mood oh, yeah. moved for a while. Everett dropped two to the Seattle <laughs> Thunderbirds. Um How did Portland do the Winterhawks, right? I don't know how the Winterhawks did, no. but you know, Everett dropping two, they they're going back down to Kent, uh God, is it Tuesday? for two, and then come back home if they if they ever have they gotta, it.
1: They gotta force the action.
0: Oh, they they look bad. <laughs> As a Silver Tips fan, I was upset. I was really upset that they didn't do uh, didn't do their things to nothing.
1: Uh, nothing better than watching uh, sixteen to twenty year old Canadians uh, playing hockey in the United States. Hey, you never know.
0: Lincoln's <laughs> out there too. My brother was at the game. He said they were so fun. I mean, you can sit seven rows back, or for fifteen bucks, yep. and you can sit like on the glass for God less than what 30 bucks or yeah something minor like league
1: hockey of any affiliation is fantastic to watch
0: yeah it's really good i enjoyed it i thoroughly enjoyed it so i think we hit our 15 minute mark i haven't really been timing i no. thought steve was timing here we were close we we're close
1: Okay. Well, we hit it anyway. Horseshoes and hand grenades, dude. Horseshoes and hand. Well, I think it's this milky milky stout that I'm drinking. We went 30 minutes on hip hop the other night. I okay, mean, so we're. Yeah. I mean, we're we're more. We we have the flexibility. We have creative control over our show. We can we can push the boundaries. You our got- produce, our producers aren't getting on us if we if we run a little long. Th- that's true <laughs> our advertising budget is not taken or
0: advertising is not taken in common. no what, you
1: know mercedes-benz isn't getting upset because we you know, not we like to- we're affiliated with them at <laughs> all right now because <laughs> we pay <laughs> us the money because <laughs> we trimmed you know five seconds off their 30 second spot yeah but you got us locked <laughs> in on we're the timer? locked in now
0: awesome so what are we talking about now why are we listening to mr bovine joni here
1: well mr bovine joni is here because well as you know they are uh, you know, they have originated from New Jersey. Oh, the the New Jersey, the, the new, finest the-, the New Jersey, but we're gonna talk a little bit about some some new jerseys, but some mostly some old jerseys. Okay. Here, because we wanna get into the fantastic topic that is the best and a couple of the worst sports jerseys of all time oh god so literally this is just like a pun on uh, this is yeah this isn't people from new jersey that are involved in sports or bad new jersey sports teams or new york sports teams that are in new jersey um this is strictly the uniforms well i think it's good that we take a talk and have uh mr
0: bovine joni on here Because the Philadelphia Soul could be on our (laughs) list as one of the jerseys. Very possible. Uh, (laughs) We'll let you, America, decide uh, what you like here. So, okay, so should I start with something? Like, how do you want to begin this? Well, I think,
1: let's, I want to talk about the chalk here. I want to talk about the best jerseys, but I think that in order to get to the best jerseys, you got to knock out the worst ones first.
0: Okay, and worst, do you mean by like worst that they sold bad? Worst that they look bad? Worst
1: that they look bad, primarily. I mean, just some, there there are some really awesome sports jerseys out there that you're like, hey, man, they did a great job with that design. There are some out there that you think to yourself, why the hell did you bother walking out onto the field and or court wearing okay. that? Because you look like a bunch of idiots.
0: Yeah, I have one that's going to be probably f- falling into the best and the worst. Okay. And, um, the,
1: and I mean, well, and it's an opinion thing, so it's all subjective.
0: Right, and for me that it comes into the worst is because it uh, aug- it took and replaced one of the ones that I thought was the best. Okay. And it's the Houston Rockets blue rocket jerseys. Okay, yeah. Yeah, those, for me, I'm like, I didn't understand why this rocket looked like it was smiling. <laughs> it looked like inappropriate. It just didn't, it did not fit right for it. It didn't tickle your fancy. It did not tickle my noodle. Um. Because also, I think uh, to go to my point, I have it on here as mm-hmm. like the second to last is those mid nineties playing rocket jerseys with akilojuan Dexler, oh, yeah. uh Sam Cassell, I think was on the team I at believe that time. he was yeah, those like su- just rockets across, yep, red and yellow when they won the championship because Michael yeah it was that ninety
1: Four, ninety and five, ninety four, yeah, and ninety four ninety six. Yep,
0: ninety five ninety six, I thought was the it was Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah. The, so, so it was 94-95 90, yeah. and the year before that. Yeah. So yeah. Those are like those yeah, the transition into those blue rocket jerseys. I, I love the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. That like for me, when it comes down to NBA basketball, I prefer looking at like the qu- body of work. Okay, I was a Bulls fan, but sure. I loved all of the the 1990s in basketball it was phento- phenomenal.
1: Yeah, there were some awesome 90s jerseys. Uh, there were also some some bad 90s jerseys. Okay, um, and one that is near and dear to my heart, uh, one that I will I personally enjoy, but it is a bad jersey. Would be the original Toronto Raptors jersey. Oh man, I love those. Things. And I and I just pictured Damon Stoudemire running around in Mighty a, Mouse in a purple jersey with a goddamn raptor on the front of it with a basketball. <laughs> oh. Yeah, <laughs> and, the
0: lo- I think that was the logo that was there too. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. Was bad. It was uh, Vince Carter. I mean, one of my my favorite basketball players of all time. Uh, I liked that. The, you know that raptor team. Um, and plus they were you know it was a, it was a new thing uh, as a kid so you're like mm-hmm. oh wow like look at this but yeah those jerseys do not hold up over time that was a bad bad jersey
0: yeah and then they switched to the ones where they just said the raptors on it the mm-hmm. Tracy McGrady ones those were cool but i don't really think that uh purple red and black are necessarily the color palette that most people
1: will find as an attractive that they, they, that I don't know if it's very reflective of Toronto's nature.
0: Yeah, and it kind of looks like Barney.
1: <laughs> Which was a dinosaur. Which was a dinosaur. Allegedly.
0: Okay, so do you have any other worst jerseys? Oh yeah.
1: So, rounding out the rounding out the worst jerseys uh and really looking at uh um uh, my personal favorite baseball team here who has had a, a wide variety of interesting jerseys uh over the years, but uh I'm a Chicago White Sox fan and the nineteen seventy six White Sox w- broke out the not only did they have a collared jersey, but they wore it with shorts. Really? And it was absolutely horrendously terrible. Um like it's the, softball shorts. Yes. Like like you're you know, one might think that were worn in the late seventies or early eighties. The they go down to about mid thigh. Um yeah, those. And so that was actually, if anyone's familiar with the the jersey top, is the one that the White Sox ran as a throwback last year. Just the jersey top; they wore pants. Um, was it the? There was the one that Chris Sale won? decided that he didn't want to wear, and cut up all of the jerseys in the clubhouse before the game, and got got himself suspended for that, and then eventually traded it to Boston. But um, yeah,
0: he just, he just changed his color socks. Which to be in, and to
1: be to be fair, that jersey is positively dreadful. Um, but you don't necessarily go in cutting up your your team's equipment uh, before a, before a game because they tend not to like that. So it, I think it cost them like twelve thousand, thirteen thousand dollars to replace all the jerseys. That's that an cut expensive up. jersey. Yeah, I mean, what's it matter to him? He's you know that's nothing to him. But still, that, nevertheless, when you think oh uh, you know you have twenty five guys on your roster plus all the coaches and stuff. I mean, it's really probably only like fifty jerseys that you cut up that's a that's a pretty good price tag for, for right. that stuff so um that's a, that's a terrible jersey uh one of uh, probably the one i think the worst baseball jersey that i've ever seen um but then going going into the nfl the steelers throwback uniforms which make them look like bumblebees uh they are striped jerseys with the square block letters yeah. and stuff yeah it it hurts your eyes to watch the football game while they're wearing those jerseys. Um, and I don't know what, why they thought that was like, normally teams introduce like a third Jersey or like an alternate Jersey with the goal of saying, Hey, all of these people who buy merchandise, they're going to want to buy one of these too. No one in their right mind would buy that Jersey and wear it right. it's for anything, for any reason like well, other might, than as a joke or as a halloween costume saying i'm going as a throwback pittsburgh steelers player. Yeah, you get Ron Mexico jersey. <laughs> well, you can't get those anymore. I know. but still? <laughs> we get a uh i think it's a lot of those
0: nfl jerseys that are the old retro ones like the jets have ones that make no sense to the yeah, jets.
1: The Eagles have a really bad one that's like columbia blue.
0: Yeah, they should actually just go back to the Randall Cunningham Eagle ones mm-hmm. like Dude, or the Chris Chandler Falcon ones. Oh
1: yeah, Jeff George Falcons. Jeff anyway. George. <laughs> okay. Any um, other bad ones? One so more. Can... One more bad one. Uh, and we're gonna skip the hockey one because it's bad, but it's not the it's not the worst. But the current NBA t shirt jerseys that they wear that have sleeves are horrendous. Oh, absolutely. They're terrible. They look awful. I don't like I know that like their whole plot behind that was again that they were gonna sell more because it's more of a normal shirt that you can wear. But it's not but it yeah, it looks bad. You have these athletes and they they just look constricted wearing these yep. things. Like it's like George Costanza when he gets the Yankees cotton uniforms. Well
0: didn't LeBron <laughs> like wasn't he having a bad night a couple of years ago and he ripped the sleeves yep. off and then dropped twenty? Yeah, like, he, or something I, he, like that. Yeah, he hated
1: one of them. I don't. I don't know if it was just the night or whatever, but he got. Ri- yeah, he did not care for the <laughs> for the jersey. So yeah, that runs out the worst one. So Patrick, let's go into some of the best. Okay, let's get let's get into yours because I know you're a jersey aficionado. I I,
0: I I've been known to like some jerseys. Uh, I think that um, I'm going to disagree with your Toronto Raptors and say that not every Canadian jersey was bad, <laughs> especially in the '90s, especially if they were an expansion team in near. Uh, The same time that the Raptors came in, because if you look at those uh, original big country, Brian. Oh, yeah. um, Mike Bibby, Vancouver (laughs) Grizzlies. Oh, those things were freaking amazing with the giant grizzly bear on the like, which was half of the shorts. The teal turquoise with Grizzlies it it had no like bearing. Nobody even knew that they were taking (laughs) and playing basketball in Vancouver except for the Grizzlies. Well, I guess when big country broke down the rim and all that stuff, they knew they probably thing. got
1: a little bit of a of a a jab there. But yeah, certainly, yeah. like certainly not Canada's game.
0: To to the point that they were one of the best jerseys I took and made on NBA Two K Seventeen this year. My created custom team was the <laughs> Vancouver Grizzlies, and I took and did that there. So that's one of mine. Um, I think another one before we jump into. Uh, some of yours and stuff is like any powder blue baseball jersey of the 80s. Okay. Where it was the pullover tops and stuff like that. And specifically when they had the St. Louis Cardinals ones. Okay, yeah. Those were just absolutely phenomenal. Ozzie Smith. The Wizard of Oz coming out and doing a back or flipping one of those things. I
1: think if you go just across the state and you go over to Kansas City, the Royals powder blue ones are fantastic. The George too. Brett, yeah,
0: uh, the George Brett ones, yeah, like those. So those are those are some of the two that I have here. Let's go into two of yours first. Okay,
1: so we'll continue on the uh, like Columbia slash powder blue theme. Um, so talking football, the San Diego, well, the Los Angeles Chargers now. Um, they The their, Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> their powder blue uh alternates are are heat. Those things are awesome.
0: Now are you talking about the ones from the, like the AFL or are you talking about the current the ones? The current ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Those ones are awesome. With the they got the bolts on the shoulders and everything. It's not a very elaborate uniform, but it, Chargers
0: helmets in general are pretty fucking. Yeah,
1: phenomenal. that's a that's an excellent setup. I would I'm like if I was a Chargers fan, I would own that jersey for sure. But I
0: even if you're not a Chargers fan, you might own eh, Drew Brees. I don't like
1: well Drew Brees. Yeah, I was gonna say because uh, Philip Rivers can suck it, but or Ryan Leaf, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Leaf, or well oh, an LT jersey wouldn't be with Daniel Thomas. Probably it's probably good. Yeah. Um, but then uh, going into base or uh, basketball jersey, I'm sorry, um, because that's where uh, we started with the. And I'll be a little bit of a homer here, but the s- early 70s to mid 1980s Chicago Bulls red road uniforms. Okay, simple. All it is is a red jersey with Chicago script across the uh, across the chest. It's awesome. I would buy any Bulls jersey right now with that uh, with that on there. Give me a Norm Van Leer. You know, okay. maybe, <laughs> it may, you know, obviously you, it was right. They stopped wearing those right when Jordan came into the right. league. Right, I think he summer. wore them for There's like one season, year. yeah. Um, those ones are, and they, and they do them for throwback nights and stuff too. Those Did they years, ever do that
0: in Los Bulls?
1: that would be interesting (laughs) well i don't know if would they do los bulls across the chest yeah they probably would they do yeah 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 well no i know they do on the ones that they actually drum out there but it's just chicago and script and there's no i know you can't substitute chicago and espanol
0: (laughs) well you can put los bulls on there yeah like nba jerseys again those early we could talk about the atlanta hawks jerseys we could talk about gosh 76ers jerseys with Allen iverson but one of the ones that i would always go to is when kazam <laughs> shack fu diesel was in orlando okay yep. when he got drafted there and then they had the penny hardaway those original black pinstripe orlando magic jerseys were phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal i've tried to order some online uh Una- unable to successfully uh, complete those purchases there, but then, due to
1: customs uh, control or due to uh, yeah probably <laughs> probably a little
0: bit of that. Uh, I got my Charles Barkley once, but it's not yeah. my fault. Uh, <laughs> another one that I come up with is great. Is like minor league sports are freaking awesome because they do anything they do to get people to come into the fields and Absolutely. stuff like that. And I know that we're going to be taking and going up to see. Uh, the none other Fresno Grizzlies just because of the whole purpose of they've actually created the an alter brand. I guess a couple of years ago, yep. they decided to have like a, a taco truck night at the park and they rebranded the team, the Fresno Tacos.
1: <laughs> yep, they sure did.
0: And not only did it take off as one of the best nights that they had, they've started to do like 10 or 15 games during the year where they take and rebrand the Grizzlies as the tacos. And where literally their baseball hat is <laughs> it's, it's uh, a. It's orange-green. Their uniforms are orange and green, kind of like uh, the University of Miami. Yeah. Yellow with a freaking Taco Bell cartoon-esque taco on the front of it. So if you're anywhere near Fresno and you can go to one of those nights, you need to do that. I think it's absolutely yeah, a- amazing.
1: It's a That is probably one of the best uh, gimmicks that I've seen out of a minor league team. Uh, and, I mean, the, the hats and the jerseys look – cool like there. it's not a i mean yeah it's stupid i mean there's a damn taco on it but it's if anybody it listening looked, it's well designed and it, it's awesome i mean there you have to you have to appreciate minor league sports for what they are and you have to realize that like they are going to do outlandish things because you know they've got to fight for entertainment dollars because they're at the bottom rung of you know there's not a lot of people who are out there like oh yeah let me go out to a minor league game right um you know when you can go see uh, an hour away you can go see a pro team but um yeah that is top-notch stuff
0: if anybody in the fresno grizzlies uh, marketing department is listening to this podcast and you can come across uh, seven and seven eighths or an eight Fresno Tacos hat and send it to me, <laughs> or we'll come pick it up at yeah, the stadium we'll, we'll when we're there. Yeah, we'll come get it uh, in a couple months. We're but. coming there in August. So another one that I want to take and go off are the Armed Forces when they take and have their college football uniforms
1: when they when they do the like when game, the individual games like against each other against or, each other. Yeah, when they so, do the custom stuff.
0: Yeah, so two of the uh, the Armed force jerseys that they've done. The Navy I think they did it a couple of years ago it was the blue but they had the anchor and it was the blue and gold and white. Yeah. Was phenomenal. It was just classy. It looked like you were taking in it looked like you were seeing somebody at uh, uh Annapolis, the naval graduation ceremonies. But the two of the ones that I thought were this amazing this year was uh when the army did the eighty second airborne against Navy, the all black it looked like the airborne like commandos. Sure. Like it was phenomenal. And then the air force had uh This year in their bowl game in 2016, they had a, uh, what is it, the Warhawk airplane? Okay. So their helmets, if you can look at it right there, were the front tip of the airplane. That's slick. And it was, uh, for people that aren't seeing, if they, I think it's, I don't know which plane it is. I'll I'll post this uh, on Twitter or something like that. But it looked like the front of the fighter jet as they were coming in on their jerseys. I thought it was amazing. And, like. to to kind of round out there they do an amazing job for football jerseys and i think it's good to celebrate all the different stuff that we have there um kind of the the to top the last two of my jerseys Mm -hmm. i think a lot of my jerseys are canadian because they're like they take and make things so amazing it's the joe carter canadian uh the the, toronto blue jays Jays. the numbering on there was absolutely phenomenal um and you know it goes back to when the Blue Jays were just amazing and won the World Series against the Phillies.
1: Yeah, that's a very excellent, uh, excellent choice. Uh, personally, for me, um, if I'm looking at uh, my one of my favorite baseball jerseys. Yeah. Um, going back to um, one just being a a homer and me genuinely loving this jersey, like to the point where I we had my uh, the guys who do our softball team uniforms. We had them mock up a 1983 White Sox, um, just the big uh, navy logo right across the, in the front with the stripes. that just the socks right across yep. it. And it's got the Hitman logo on the hat. Um, that's or well, they have that one that says socks. They also have they have the Hitman logo too. Um, but yeah, the the 83 one. That's my one of my favorite jerseys. Ever. Yeah,
0: I, great jersey, great jersey. Right yeah, there. and
1: then uh, like going just beyond that for for my hockey jersey um not going home around this one Edmonton Oilers the classic the Wayne 80s, yeah the 80s 90s Edmonton Oilers jerseys
0: I liked when they went from they they took it and tried to rebrand it and then a couple years ago they went back to that you know that traditional blue and mm-hmm. orange look there the Wayne Gretzky era was yeah, amazing that's like we could just talk a let alone about hockey jerseys like hockey f- jerseys are some of like the most thought after like some of the sweaters have been around for ages oh in the yeah color schemes like you i know you hate it but the phoenix coyotes original ones with yeah uh, you you're
1: a fan of i'm not. a
0: fan of that uh the original mighty ducks jerseys where it's the disney ones mm-hmm. uh not the movie the actual like <laughs> mighty ducks, uh jerseys were phenomenal but i think if we go with me like you have to look back on and the reason i picked this one here was it was it replicated what um it was when the all-star game was in phoenix and cause the Phoenix suns had their traditional Jersey with the sun coming across the Charles Barkley uh-huh. era. Uh, it was the all-star game when they had the, the turquoise with the chili peppers and the NBA all-stars, right? The Michael Jordan. Oh going yeah. across. Oh yeah. Oh, I know God, that God, those were <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Um, just absolutely. I, I can't do anything worse than that. What? What rounds out your list, Steve?
1: So, well, I mean, the for hockey, it's Edmonton. My my close second is one that I actually just picked up not too long ago is the 2014 uh, Blackhawks Stadium Series jersey, which is the one they wore when they played in um, at Soldier Field against the Penguins a couple years ago. And it's very simple; it's just an all black uh, jersey. It's got some uh, red, you know, and white on the stripes on the sleeves. And then uh, just the, the standard you know logo, the Blackhawks logo right okay. on the chest. But yeah, all black jersey looks fantastic, and they, it was a night game, so it looked awesome. It was snowing; uh, that that probably added to it. But uh, yeah, just picked one up because it's one, probably one of my all time favorites, but not my favorite hockey jersey because Edmonton can't uh, it, can't beat you through. I love on that one. Yeah. yeah,
0: lightning round. One last question here. Yep. Okay, Best, which is better, Houston Oilers? Old Ooh. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Buccaneer oh, yeah. on the Mass. The, the Creamsicle? Spur, the Steve Spurriers.
1: I'm going with the, the Creamsicle.
0: God, I have to go with the Oilers. War, I like the Oil Warren Moon. I yeah. like
1: the Oilers jersey, but uh, I, people rip on that. The, I mean the Creamsicle jerseys it's not it's bad, but it's not the worst jersey I've ever seen. So hashtag the, Real
0: Talk, I like them both. Yeah. So like <laughs> that's why I asked you. I was like
1: There you go. There you go. So yeah, that is uh that's a, a solid and to our uh you know i could go for a, a creamsicle at some point you know get a, a little creamsicle yeah
0: i'm a klondike man right now they have been having it on sale for like two <laughs> for six bucks right the jewel next door. knows the jewel knows how to get you yeah they know how to get the panda sweet tooth here so <laughs> gosh this this beer is going down a little too smoothly for I need to have some pancakes to get this maple syrup, but.
1: It is a, uh, yeah. It and Well, as it warms up, that stuff kind of evolves too. So yeah. you get uh, much more of it. Uh, much
0: more of a flavor palette here. So
1: It, it is uh, not a uh, not a, a beer that one might consider boring.
0: It is not a Tecate. <laughs> not that it's a boring thing. Steve, well, what's our last subject tonight? Well,
1: you know, we've got a little Run DMC on in the background talking about his kicks because we're going to roll. We're just going to, you know one part of the, you know the uniform is a very very key piece to your sporting experience but uh you know the uniform is not complete until you consider what you got on your feet okay and you've got to have some sweet kicks but there've also been some very questionable very kicks poor. in the uh, in the in the arena mostly i mean let's be honest most most of where uh the the style is being considered is in the realm of the basketball shoe right so Outside of Michael Jordan, who's obviously got his signature line, we need to discuss some of the best and some of the worst basketball shoes, select uh, or actual athlete basketball shoes that have ever been made. Licensed basketball Licensed shoes. Basketball shoes. Okay. Well, so let me let me. So we do want to talk a little bit about Jordan because like I mean, that defined the genre.
0: Yeah, I have to say that Jordan's like were an entity, mm-hmm. you know. It was an institution. Still are. Yeah, from a early early age, and I think that if you look back at basketball shoes, I remember when I went to his basketball camp as a kid. Mm-hmm. If you did like certain challenges, he'd give you a box of brand new Jordans. <laughs> and this was in it was probably in 98 that we went okay. there. So, so those like, were probably he the, had just retired. They yeah. were the they were the red with the green yellow logo. Okay, black red. They were amazing, but. To me, hands down, one of the best Jordans ever have to be Jordan 7s. I think they were the ones that were around. They might have been the 92 Olympic team. I'm not a sneakerhead by any means, so uh, I'm not going to take and let that be uh, what holds me into my life. You don't need to be bound by that. Yeah, but it's like the black and red, and it had those bold colors, and he has a bunch of different layouts there. Yeah, that's a slick shoe. Yeah, and I think the reason we tried to take and keep this is because we could talk about, oh, this Jordan's awesome, that Jordans are awesome, but... You know, I think we need to really take and articulate some of the fine uh, pieces of shoe manufacturing that they made at Nike
1: and poor at others as well (laughs) during that. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some. You Know stars of the 90s who wound up having their own shoes because, God. as a, uh, I know, no. as big of a fan you are as a, of uh Charles Barkley, you've got to be all over those uh those Barkley's, those Suns Barkley's, the CB34s oh, yeah. and Phoenix Suns 100%.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah, the round mound of rebound <laughs> like that was one of the things I was literally born and named after Patrick Ewing, That's right. what my dad and so glad that he's going to be the new head coach at Georgetown. Not that the Thompsons were ever a bad coach at Georgetown. Sure. I just like, you know, anytime you're uh, who you're named after can go in to do that. You're awesome. But uh, the Charles Barkley is 100%. I thought Charles Barkley to me, he's one of my favorite players. We've talked about this on the mm-hmm. show before, but he gave it all. Like He played the dumb bumbling fool. Well, he's pretty intelligent, but he also is a little controversial at times and stuff like that. But he knows what he's talking about a lot. And like his shoes were just absolutely hideously awful looking, <laughs> but they look so amazing. And I want them. Purple and orange yeah. and black that say Barkley across <laughs> them. And I think Nelly wore them in a they, they're Nikes, right? They are yeah. Nikes, yeah. Um, they literally look like they could have been just straight out of Space Jam. So <laughs> But one of the jerseys like one of the shoes that I know that are straight up like worst players to take and get it. Yeah. Starberries.
1: Stephon Marbury. I had a pair of Starberries. Not basketball, though, but it was his casual line. His casual line. (laughs) Yeah, I got them at Stephen Barry's when they were open for, like, nine bucks. They were decent looking at you. They just looked like a pair of Vans.
0: Well, it's it's interesting because everybody takes them. Like, you hear about LeBron James. You hear about Kevin Durant. You hear about Derrick Rose Adidas's. Like, you hear about these, like, and I'm going to say premier players at the time when they had these contracts out Mm -hmm. D Rose obviously has had a lot of health issues. Sure, um, but like you get like that makes sense. It's like, but do I need to see an Eric Montrose <laughs> kick or a uh, uh, Wally Zerbiak shoe? Ooh,
1: I would buy a Wally Zerbiak shoe. Yeah,
0: <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I'd buy a Bryce Drew if it could take me, to well, me from downtown. So,
1: uh, speaking of that that point in time, so what about the famed Converse?
0: sean kemp model oh dude i had the Cavs sean kemp model oh boy yeah so 40 they were it was when the Cavs were going through the Cavs went through a lot of growing pains mm-hmm. like after uh michael decided he wanted to just like completely de-pants Craig Elo at <laughs> the free throw line <laughs> and shoot Cleveland over him has had hard times yes. yeah uh then they decided they're gonna resurrect it by getting the rain man to come there and <laughs> Uh, do his work, and I think at that point he did some work in other arenas. Arenas, too. yes. Uh, Sean Kemp Jr. <laughs> anyway, long story short is I got these like for maybe seventh grade, sixth grade basketball. <laughs> you actually
1: got a pair. I had a pair. Yeah, <laughs> I wore them.
0: I think the most points I ever scored in a game wearing them was six, but that wasn't because I couldn't. I couldn't rain man. Your, your game wasn't strong. Yeah, but they were the powder blue. Uh, they were white powder blue and orange. And well, I'm like,
1: see, and like uh, that's my color scheme. Like that's the, my softball team colors. Like that that's there for me. Right. But they're ugly ass shoes.
0: They're fugly. They are ugly. And that was the point when I started playing football and baseball. And it's like, my dad's like, okay, you're getting, you can pick one basketball. (laughs) He knew that basketball was one of the uh, sports that I was uh, weaning off of as uh, going into other ones. So,
1: and (laughs) well, I mean, Converse were big at the time too. Like when, I mean, that same, I had a pair of Converse basketball shoes growing up. Right. I mean, they got bought, eventually i mean they dwindled and then i think nike owns them now yeah uh but yeah those were yeah um i can remember those days but yeah i was not fortunate or unfortunate enough to get a pair of uh, blessed yeah blessed. there you go Hashtag bust, got um, and that. then and then going one uh one more this i mean this is the probably the worst possible shoe that you could have ever had in the 1990s um we talked about him earlier we talked about the grizzlies <laughs> the this this shoe is I'm I'm probably gonna post a picture of how bad this shoe is because Bryant Reeves for some do you, ha- do you have it there I I have I don't have the picture right here okay but I'm going to post it later um Bryant Reeves then I think he was the number five pick out of Oklahoma State uh got a shoe deal from Warner Brothers. What from Warner Brothers the in the nineteen nineties? Like the movie? Yes, studio? they. Well, obviously, you have to think about like that was in the Space Jam time period. Welcome to the Space uh, they Jam. They actually had like three or four other players that had Warner Brothers shoes, uh, but Bryant Reeves got a pair of custom, <laughs> a, a signature model <laughs> shoe, and I think he like dude was a center, and I think averaged under six rebounds a game. Yeah, he wasn't the worst. Though. I mean, he yeah. had some he had some injuries and and some other things, but uh, yeah, that is a that's a it's a player that you uh, you know you hitched the wagon to that uh, did not uh, pay very many dividends for Warner Brothers, and I think they divested their shoe business uh, not shortly, too long. shortly after. They, they were, it was a short run for them. It was uh, they, it was not their core business. Well, I
0: mean, there was all these different brand like the shoe game. There's a ESPN thirty for thirty. Uh, it talks about what is his name, Sonny Vicaro, I think okay. is the guy, and it's like uh, all about like all the shoe contracts and the AAU and yeah. the select oh, teams, yeah. like and the business around it. And their whole thing was if they can get a guy early on, like if they uh, if one of these manufacturers could get it on, they knew that they would take and sell thousands of shoes to like mm-hmm. AAU teams and this and that. And so everybody was looking for the next guy, and Kobe was also one of those guys, but. Just think about like like the competition. Like you were competing against Jordans. Like you were right. competing against Nike. You were competing against uh, one of the flagship uh, iconic shoes of Air Force Ones. Traditionally a basketball shoe. Some people have said it's dead. I'm actually wearing my Air Force Ones again. I think I own like eight or nine pairs of Air Force that's, Ones.
1: That's two two per times. Two per times five. <laughs> uh,
0: Let's round it up to 10 because I might have some in my cart that's ready to get ordered. But that's an iconic basketball shoe that, like, if you look at the 80s before Jordan came out, Air Force Ones were the tanks. Mm -hmm. Like, you take a look at basketball from the days. is Chuck Taylors. People forget that Chuck Taylors were worn in basketball.
1: And holy hell, could there not be a worse shoe that you could possibly have worn for basketball. Right. And so then you (laughs) get
0: something with actual support like these Air Force Ones, and that's what it became – Air Force Ones were what everybody got to play basketball. And then counterculture, hip-hop culture, and just, like, fashion culture mm-hmm. took and put those shoes into, you know, what they are today as the brand. And it's amazing. But one of the brands that I'm thinking about that tried to compete with them, you know, was definitely uh, the, the Mighty And One brand. Oh, yes. Uh,
1: bringing you the C-Webs uh, <laughs> flashback. And One was huge when, I like, in... Middle school, and like I mean, they died. They burned out, you know, like a like a star. They had they had a quick death, uh. But they, god damn, I mean, I remember. I mean, you would pay premium dollar for a pair of and ones. Yeah,
0: Chris Webbers and and ones and one did a great job in terms of like the shoe stuff because they had the marketing. They Mm -hmm. had the they were going for the street ball stuff. Yeah, I
1: remember when NBA they used to have the show on ESPN. Yep, and one street, and it's
0: like. They're, the whole purpose of this is actually to promote that. And, and then once people realize, okay, street ball is different than basketball, I probably don't need this <laughs> uh, for that. But remember Iversons? Everybody oh, yeah, the Reeboks. Get, oh, everybody wanted to get those Iversons. Those,
1: and it was one pair of basketball shoes that I um, did not I, – I enjoyed them. I thought they were great, but I, for whatever reason, didn't get my hands on them. Right. And they, they're slick. I actually saw – I was in a shoe store in – um in california this would might have been last winter and i just dropped in to see what they were running for a deal and they had iversons and i don't i they were either they had an original pair or they reissued those shoes at some point in time because they were the same like early 2000 model of iverson shoes i was like Shit! If they had these in my size, I'd probably be obligated to buy them. Like just, to have just them. out of yeah, just out of nostalgia. Like it was that kind of thing where you're like, "What the hell?" Like I see the the I three logo, and I'm like, I- Iversons? That's a, that's a that's
0: a brand that fizzled out fast too. The, yeah, the I three stuff. Obviously, yeah. when he stopped playing, but right. you know, I would have put Iverson against any of the anybody like. Oh, I mean, I ever he was sin against Jordan. Iverson against Kobe, like. Well, I
1: would. I wouldn't put him. I mean, he could play, but I mean, I wouldn't put him over some of those guys. I would put him over Kobe in terms I would not.
0: head to head. No. Well, he's also a Georgetown Hoya, so I would take put <laughs> him. I, 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 I Alonzo Mourning. I don't know his signature shoe, but I'd take him by, by that. <laughs> I'd buy a Patrick Ewing in a heartbeat. His, his
1: signature. Oh, well, I shouldn't say he had he had kidney issues. I was going to say his signature shoe might be something boring, but oh. uh, he was a good. He was a baller, Alonzo. Um, but let's talk about Shacks, Big Daddy Diesel. Oh, dude, and that is a good parallel. The Oreo, the, those Shacks looked just like the Frank Thomas Reeboks, really? That they put out in the early nineties. Yeah, really? they're very similar shoes. And those, the Frank Thomas ones, I think, because like the Shacks are a base black. With they're the, black with like they like yeah. they're like Oreos like right. marshmallows right. Yeah. But the wha- the Frank Thomas's, at least the ones that I've seen, were white with the black. So it was a white shoe, uh, you know, for the majority of it with the black stripes on there. Right. Um, and it, it's a little slightly different pattern, but if you put them two together, you're like the same designer probably made these shoes, and then they just altered the base color. Were and then, they all Reebok? Yeah, they were. Uh, Frank Thomases were Reebok. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Big Hurt, the Big Hurts, Big yeah, Hurt Baseball, Big Daddy Diesel, and, <laughs>
0: and Big Hurt Brew. You
1: yeah, those were uh, those were. I, I like the Shacks. Now you can buy Shacks at Walmart.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you could buy Shack suits at uh, Macy's, big and tall.
1: Shack's got his. Uh, you know, he's an enterprising gentleman.
0: Shack is amazing. Another one of those guys who's just uh, god awful funny. You amazing. know what? So uh, uh, here is a couple
1: uh, a couple of unfortunate uh, shoe deals and. Uh, two of them stand the uh, you know stand out to me and they both fall under the adidas uh category okay um i think kobe is happy that he got out of his adidas deal uh before severe injury befell him because uh you know he switched over he went right. went to nike um number 1 would have to be gilbert arenas oh, getting a shoe deal um obviously and then he, also uh, the the off the court issues Yeah, Gilbert you know, had bringing related bringing with uh, shoes Bring, and i was reading about that in, in like uh, cuz uh, you know looking at some of the stuff on these shoes and then clicking to the other links and like reading the whole story about like what then it's like for that little amount of money like gilbert arena's got a huge contract and like that whole situation now granted i mean they are playing with you know other nba guys who um, you know, may have issues with their finances or whatever. Right, but right. They were, like, that whole thing originated over, like, an $1,100, like, card game. Yeah. It's, like, where in consideration you would say, like, you guys are fighting over $1,100. Like, you fucking guys, like, look at your contract. Like, you make that in seconds when you're out on the right. floor. Um,
0: and if people don't understand what we're talking about, yeah. Google Gilbert Arena Shoes card yeah. game, and <laughs> you will hear all the uh the... The drop, the tidbits of the story, Um, it just involves somebody else's shoes and Gilbert Arenas' uh, bodily functions.
1: Yes, there's that, and also Gilbert Arenas, for some reason, over that card game also felt the need to prove himself as a man. So, of course, he brought in multiple guns into a locker room.
0: Which is so weird. Um,
1: So that's that's one, uh, unfortunately. I mean, Gilbert Arenas was a nice player, but – Great he college was, player. When you Arizona. when you saw like that deal, you're like, "What the hell?" Like, I mean, they were Adidas was trying to like hitch their wagon to something and got it. Like, it's picked, all about pick the wrong guy,
0: get a player. Like, yeah. it's all a gamble. You never know.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is the one that really is biting Adidas in the ass. It would be the Derrick Rose. Um, yeah, that's signing. tough. I mean, not his fault. He's been injured. Some of it, I mean, his rehab, he didn't follow doctors' instructions and things uh, while he was here in Chicago, but. Uh, yeah I mean you have multiple serious knee injuries and another one just recently, like but people thought it was because of the shoes too they well for it's for lower a while, body it's like well, yeah. if he's
0: not getting any support when he's trying to take off and or he's getting too much grip or something like that, why like yeah,
1: it's and i I don't personally buy into any of that, but yeah, I mean that's they spent well, it was ungodly money, I think it was a quarter of a billion dollars over over you know several you know 13 or 14 years or something like that he's getting paid by them long after he's out of the league which right. probably won't be that much longer honestly he'll probably well, health reasons, he'll, yeah. yeah exactly but i mean he'll he'll be out of the league in a few years and that deal whether it will or won't expire i don't know the the particulars of it but uh yeah that's a uh, that's an unfortunate one yeah um, but uh
0: well let's talk about another unfortunate one it's uh the Under Armour uh Oh the most boring shoe. The the Chef the, Curries? The Dad Curries, yeah. The, the,
1: those ones are on God. there and I don't know what they were like Under Armour has done some strange things. Um they went they grew really fast and then their design team couldn't keep up and keep them relevant and those shoes are pretty indicative of that uh gap because those shoes are some of like those look like the shoes that you could go to like a not necessarily a Walmart, but like a local shoe store, and it's like the New Balance, like all white shoes. Right, right, right. You could just straight up go in there and be like, "All right, these are thirty four ninety five. Let me get my shoes, and those will be my lawnmower shoes." Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> they look
0: like dad lawnmower shoes instead yeah. of actual like NBA player shoes. Like, I just, yeah. I, I think they missed it on there. Like, but to be honest, do you think like? Are there, sh- are most of the NBA player shoes that you would take in, see so like Reebok, any of these brands take and make, are they worth the
1: $200? Most of them, probably not. There yeah. are a handful, mostly going back to like nostalgia things that like, I would love to go back to, you know, I know we didn't want to go into Jordans, but I would go back to, for some of like the nineties Jordans, but right. those are expensive now. Like, right. obviously there's a lot of people that are interested in those. Um, I'd probably go. I would. I'd probably shell out for those shacks, though. I think I would. I I would shell out. I would stuff. go for the. If I was gonna pick one that I think I could get for a reasonable price tag that was two hundred or under, sure. I'm sure I can get those shacks for less than that. Like in a mint condition pair. Well, Someone's got a mint thirteen shack. Hit, <laughs> hit me <you> up at <laughs> <Steve Humbaker>, com.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, CB CB thirty fours in a size fifteen. uh I would definitely pay for that.
1: That's a that'll be a challenging one, but yeah, that's well.
0: Fifteens are hard in general. Absolutely, I'll get my hands on any Air Force Ones that I deem appropriate. Like that is one of the most comfortable shoes too. Um, But yeah, Jordans like hands down. Jordans are the best. But like, come on. Some of these, like Eric Montrose, didn't need a shoe. Detlef Shrimp, sorry, man. You're a well. Rajon
1: Rondo got a shoe. Luis Scola got a shoe. Okay, that's bad. From like a, but it was like a Chinese company that was just like, "Hey, let's sign anyone we can get."
0: I wonder if Montumbo ever got a shoe.
1: Dikembe? Yeah.
0: Ooh. Oh, it is time. It is that magical time that we must uh, we must adjourn for this evening. We do, and it is only fitting that on our eleventh episode, the song that re- like rains us out of this magical parade of this (laughs) cornucopia of uh odd side ales rye hipster is finger 11 um
1: that's an unfortunate name yeah it is (laughs) bad like
0: i don't even (laughs) want to know this show goes to 11 steve thank you for joining us again for the like being in the studio um Hit us up with some more metadata. Tell us what we need to do.
1: Yeah. So again, you can uh, hit us up at uh, oh, podcast dot com. You can also uh, get us there on Facebook, same same name. Uh, on Twitter, othispodcast. Oh, you can also get us individually at at p for r one. You can or you can get me at at Steve Hombaker. and then you can check us out on Patreon. dot com. You can uh, get on there check out any uh number of different uh donation options we have you know we have some stickers uh you know for for some recurring donations we've got some different topics and uh, uh beer options for you to dive into we've got the uh um grease review that uh we're looking at doing and we've got some uh, possibly some future news about that uh, a little bit of movement there so looking, uh, we, we may look, have a benefactor. We may have a, a benefactor that is willing to investors, uh, possibly someone, possibly uh, subject me to uh, that musical experience, and then I will give you my fine perspectives on those. Things. I think it's a we will. We're going to take and do yeah, this review together. Absolutely, we, w- we will certainly do that. But it'll be you've seen it. I've seen so it. I will be the. I will I, be I have proctoring not. this. That up. will. That's the twist. This so oral examinations. <laughs> Uh, wow. But, yeah, and then uh, otherwise, honestly, like, you can uh, pick up the episodes, uh, you know, on iTunes or Android Play. Um, you can get us on our uh, – we got the episodes. We got a player on the website now uh, where you can just hit that up and just play episodes. And if you want to leave us a review on either one of the, uh, you know, either iTunes or on and- uh, Android Play, be happy to see what you guys think of the show. And uh, if you, you know – want to send us a carrier pigeon like we said before we're working on stuff
0: yep send us a fox <laughs> um also want to take and give uh, some mad love out to everybody that's been already contributing to the social media follows on instagram on facebook on oh, twitter yeah. um thank you for supporting the show we love it we're like every time we see that heart come through and it's like, oh, a new person <laughs> like this. It makes that little bit of validation uh, that we're doing something right. It makes or, us feel all warm and fuzzy. Yeah, inside. it makes us feel that this podcast is uh, this is off to a good start. And uh, we love the podcast community. so.
1: Yeah, and one other fantastic thing. So my good friend, Eric, hit me up on Twitter today. He also ties his shoes to bunny ears.
0: Oh, God, you got to win there. We will have to take and continue to do this again. Steve, one more time. Episode 11, thank you for being here. Until next time, everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Patrick. And we are out.